0: The Cat is a thought-provoking discussion about consciousness, awareness, and transcendence. Listen now for stories, life lessons, and insights gained from living a life led by spirit. So, Billy, we can't really talk about dreams without talking about bathrooms and bathroom-related activity. Can you tell us more about what our bathroom dreams, especially in regards to elimination, might be wanting to tell us?
1: Yes, I'll tell a little story here. When I first met Jeremy Taylor back in the year 2000 and he came to present at Naropa University here in Boulder, Colorado, we had this group and this is like, I think this is like the second workshop he did there or whatever, but it was a group of maybe 25, 30 people. And there was this one woman, her name was chosen to, to work a dream and she got really super embarrassed and she said, Oh, I don't know if I really should work on this dream because it has to do with a dirty bathroom. And Jeremy said, by a show of hands, how many people in this room have had a dream about a dysfunctional toilet or a bad, dirty bathroom? And at least 15 hands went up into the air because, you know, the, obviously, if we don't talk about our dreams with other people, we think our dreams, oh my gosh, you know, that is really a horrible dream. I just dreamt that the the entire, you know, everything I was trying to flush just went all over the floor. Okay. What can this mean? Okay, well, first of all, um, we look at, at bathrooms as the place where we're the most honest with ourselves. It's a place where we quite often are naked or we weigh ourselves. You know, we look in the mirror and we see like maybe a little roll of fat that wasn't there before. We look at, you know, our moles to make sure everything's, you know, Okay. And we're very honest with ourselves. It's a a different, really different space than anything else in the house. You know, we we like to be alone there. We have our private time and we cleanse and we eliminate. So if I have a dream where I, a lot of poop is coming up out of of the toilet, I've tried to flush it and it just keeps wanting to overflow. That comes with the understanding that I have habitually gotten, you know, flushed away the crap of my life that I don't want to look at. There's a word I want to use. (laughs) The stuff I that you know, the stuff Uh that I don't that I don't wanna I don't wanna look at, the stuff that I don't wanna process. The dream's saying, well, wait a minute. Here it is again. This is all that crap that you didn't want to think about. And now we're gonna bring it back again because there's a chance to transform this. And if as the dreamer, if I continue to go, no, no. I'm going to, I'm going to, it's just like we talked about tornadoes in another episode. If I continue to deny the images of the dream and can deny accepting it, I'm going to just keep having the dream again and again and again. So when the, when all the crap comes up from the toilet, it gives me the opportunity to take that and transform it into gold. And that's the, that's the alchemical process, taking the most repulsive, disgusting, unbelievably horrible things that have happened to me and f- synthesize it by taking it through the alchemical process in order to bring it into the stage of gold that's how it works i have to first look at it i have to accept it i have to be ready to deal with it and then take it from from there you know so it's it's a the dream is is not allowing me to continue to flush it down into a place that i can't see because it wants me to deal with it it wants me to To process whatever has happened. Even if it's even if I think it's the most horrible thing, even if I think I'm horrible because of these things that happened, or things to me, or that I did, or whatever, I need to be able to bring it into the wholeness in order to for it to to transform.
0: In addition to bathrooms, speaking of rooms in the house, as one of the rooms in the house, and we spoke in an earlier episode about what kitchens might mean and all of that. Do you want to just briefly go through house rooms and what they might have? I'm particularly interested in your take on base. Well, let's start with
1: house itself, okay? Whenever we dream of any structure in the dream, whether it's a house that I think feels like my house, but it doesn't look like my house, or it's a warehouse, or it's a shack, or it could be anything. Any structure in the dream is a representation of the self. We That's one of the places we can say always. Not a lot of places in dreams that you can say always, but that's one place. What levels of the, what happens in the dream? What rooms do I investigate in the dream house? Layers, uh, the deeper I go in, into the house, basements in particular, I often associate with the unconscious because it's the part of the home that's underground, partially underground. And it, then it. Uh, moving up to the living room, that's going to be a place where I'm going to invite other people in. That's usually the more public and play part of the of the dream. Then there's the kitchen. Now kitchens are I I would put kitchens and bathrooms in one subset by themselves because way back when I first trained in in dream work and I'd ask Dr. Ron why do people dream so much about kitchens and bathrooms and he had a great answer he said that's where the water comes into the house and i'm like oh okay that made a lot of sense and we have to also remember that that's where a lot of water fl- flushes out you know the used water and the the toilet water that we and just in my waking life i had a waking dream where the the drain pipe in our in our kitchen broke and it destroyed all our lower, our flooring and our lower cabinets in the room so by not being able to flush out that used Water is like an, a symbol for me is to look at. Where is that happening in my in my life? And that's just you know one way to look at life as a waking dream. So kitchens kitchens have a lot to do with again alchemical process. We take it for granted. We take sugar and flour and and uh, chocolate and we put it together and we make an egg. So we make it a cake. You know we mix it all together and then we put it in the oven and it comes out as something completely different than what it started out to be. So each of us have these little parts of ourselves that we, that we are encouraged through the dream work to bring together to make something completely different and new from, from all those bits and pieces. And again, it's dealing with heat, which would be again, an alchemical process. Kitchen's another place where if uh, any of us who've ever gone to any gathering anywhere, any decade you've lived, any decade, every everybody tends to gravitate towards the kitchen, the heart of the home. It's the place where all are t- archetypally wired to go towards the where the heat is, where the hearth is, where the the nourishment is. I would look at kitchens like that. Bathrooms, we talked about, and then you know all these different levels of the house. Attics show up a lot in dreams. The higher levels of intellect the places of where am I living in my head more often. But I love the dreams where I discover a new room. That's one of my favorite recurring themes. And I, I have often had these dreams and I get so excited because in the dream, it's like, wow, there's this whole other wing to this house that I've lived in all these years. And I didn't even know it was here. I could have been using this all this time. How I view that metaphor is like there's parts of myself that I have yet to discover parts of myself which have a lot of opportunities and possibilities. And I've I've been so accustomed to my version of
0: myself, I have not expanded past that. Another common theme I'd like to ask you about before we go is totally not related to houses or bathrooms or basements would be carrying something on my back, like I have a backpack yeah. or the sense of something behind me. Mm-hmm. Is there a similar message to those two things? And what would that message be? Well, Robert Bly wrote a great
1: book called um, The The Human Shadow, or a little book about the human shadow, I think is what it's called. And he describes our shadow as that big black bag that we carry behind us all the time. And he says, it's like, you know, and it's not all bad stuff. It's, it's the good stuff. It's a, a lot of times, it's like my talents and my my hopes and aspirations for myself, all this, I've thrown it in the bag. And he says, you know, by the time you're in your middle, <laughs> by the time you're middle age, he says, you're dragging around this huge bag. So anything that's behind me in a dream or on my back has to do with shadow material, something that I have not accepted about myself that the dream is trying to bring to my awareness so that I can can retrieve what I put away a long time ago. Like, oh, Billy, you're just so clumsy. I'm sorry. You really can't dance that well. You know, that all. Oh, so the dancer part of me goes into the into the backpack. I mean, and I don't want to make everybody sad, but you know, it happens to all of us. It happens uh-huh. to all of us. And whether it be a teacher, a mate, a, a sibling, a, a aunt or uncle or grandmother, grandfather, who, whomever it might be, they unwittingly say things to us, which, which we interject as our own opinions of ourselves. So that creativeness goes into the backpack. So the dream's going to say, Hey, here, here's your backpack. This has been stashed in the lower parts of your, son. <laughs> in your unconscious for quite in your basement, in the basement, in your psyche of, of the home psyche. And we're, we want to give it back to you. So the dream people, the dream energy, whatever you want to call it, um, is, is gifting me back this in, this energy and says, how about the writer and how about the dancer? It's time to, to bring them back to life.
0: I appreciate that you've highlighted the fact that the shadow isn't only our darkness, but also our light. If you wouldn't mind explaining what introjection is. An, in, an introject is like
1: somebody has introjected somebody's like a like a hypodermic needle somebody has put something injected something into me think you know because they've said it to me so so many times i believe it's my thought rather than their thought oh you're so clumsy billy oh you you know you're really not that creative that kind of thing and then often the more often i hear that as a child i'm going to start believing it and i'll and then it'll, it'll become what i think is my thought i'll hear oh yeah clumsy Immediately, it'll come up in my in my mind. I'm too clumsy to dance. And I think it's my thought. But actually, it's been interjected into me as so consistently that it has It's, it's as though it is my thought. Yeah, I believe I, I think I believe it of, about myself. Shadow work hat takes a lot of effort. We have to be able to and I think dream work is a wonderful way to access. Shadow. Yes. There's the, yeah, getting back to what you were saying, do I concentrate only on the negative pieces that I'm trying to retrieve and and transform? Or do I see that there that there could possibly be some positives that have been put in it? The typical thing about a bright shadow projection is that I did it with Jeremy when I first met him and and I did it with Dr. Ram when I first met him. Um, I started immediately dreaming about that. Because I, I saw so much about what they're, what they were doing in their lives that I wanted for myself. You know, they're both very intellectual. they both have a lot of creativity. They both were extremely good at dream art. Like Braun's still out there doing his work and Jeremy was, uh, and lives on through a lot of us. So all of these things I kept seeing. Oh, wow. And, you know, so some part of my unconscious selected Jeremy as, as a dream character. Because because it was parts of myself that I was trying to acknowledge in myself. So bright shadow projection is something that I think is, is not explored as often as it could be. I don't particularly know of any book or person that concentrates specifically on that. If somebody knows that's listening out there, please let, write in and tell us. Because we, there's that tendency to, to, to only look at, at the dark shadow. But the bright shadow holds all of this incredible energy. And the more that I project it out, the less I own it and the, and the less that
0: I have, I can truly embrace my innate talent. Well, I want to thank you for joining me yet again. That's our time for today. And I hope you all have been inspired to wake up to your dreams. Thanks for listening to The Cat. If you enjoyed this content and know someone who would also find value in it, please share this episode so we can reach more people.